Welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Pod. I'm your host, Caroline, and today we are going, and it has been a little bit over a week since I posted the last podcast. I hope you all enjoyed crossing boundaries, understanding them a little bit more. Um, there are a variety of different contexts that you could actually apply that to. Like I say, I probably need to read some of the books that I have saved. But today, we, and also, like always, if you know of any specific topic that you want me to talk about, whether that's pop culture, things that are going on, or just any questions that you may have, just let me know. And probably the best way to do that is just DM me on the Say Less Pod Instagram page and we can kind of go from there. But today we are going to be talking about if they wanted to, they would. I know that that's kind of seen as like a negative context right now, but it is a popular saying that some people still, that people use often and normally it's in kind of like relationship settings where if he wanted to he would he would call you he would text you and he would buy you flowers he would do all these different things because he wants to i am going to try to give you because i feel like with most things it's a it depends type of situation not that you're making excuses for the person, not that, because some people would say, oh, if you are trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, they know what they're doing. They know that. I would say there's sometimes where people do intentionally, their intention is to harm. Their intention is to get you riled up and to make you question everything um, about the relationship. But I don't think that's necessarily always true. And no, that's not giving someone the out. It's just, we are human beings. We are going to make mistakes. We are going to hurt other people. Like I said, there are some things that just are giving toxic and they're not things that we should be associated with. That is not really how I, because I did see this phrase being thrown around, um, and it was kind of being taught to, some people think that it's used to trash certain people, but, like, it's like they... They're not always going to know your favorite coffee or whatever. I totally agree with that. Sometimes we just need to give people like the hints. Oh, I like, I mean, for me, like it's, this is probably an expensive flower. Never really looked into it. But for me, I like hibiscus flowers. Some people like daisies. Some, so some things you do need to give them the understanding but I do think that if they truly love you they will actually go out 
of their way they will they will text you they're going to want to text you it's not that they have to or that it's an obligation it's a chore I feel like that's where it kind of the lines kind of get blurred when it becomes a chore it is not someone's job to understand every aspect of you but if someone if they are seeing you are having a hard day they are going to be there to support you so in that regards I do see that if they wanted to if he wanted to he would type of mentality not <laughs> bless me not in every single aspect like I said, if <laughs> you want him to get coffee and he doesn't do that one day, that's not necessarily a red flag. And I think that's where we got to be careful. Where we're like, that's a red flag because he didn't do this for me this one day or this one time. It's not anybody's job to be... You kind of know your emotions you have to express them you have to be the one that kind of comes alongside but like once again they are going to know if they truly love you if they truly respect you they are going to know your like coffee order they're going to want to even if they don't know they're going to want to learn those different quirks I truly believe that and maybe that makes me a hopeless romantic I don't know but I truly believe that if someone so yes that's where I think we need to say if they wanted to they would and know our value and be able to step away from something if people do not actually see our worth see our value if people are constantly trying to make you feel dumb or insecure about who you are what you've kind of accomplished in life um and so no i don't think that saying is necessarily a bad saying as some people have used it where like anything it can be used as a weapon or it can be used as something that kind of like that blanket of security where you feel safe you feel good um, and honestly with the with that statement too people I, I've seen this happen where it's just like well that's the bare minimum if they just hold the door open for you or that yeah in a way but if you're not used to that it can change your perspective it can change your life it's not necessarily the act now 
I would rather you, like, if you're going to hold the door, be a gentleman, like, try to be a gentleman 80% of the time, you know, because there were some things, and I want to put this out there for anybody, too, who's, like, dealing with any type of, like, emotional trauma where it's like oh well they have all of these because sometimes what happens and I've been in situations like this where that individual has so many red flags and you are trying so desperately to give them the benefit of the doubt you know you know too this individual has green flags too so you're like okay am i overthinking this or i think that some red flags cancel out whatever green flags this individual has if they are an abusive person and emotionally physically psychologically abusive and there are other situations too, that's just the one that comes to my mind right now. So just anything that you, I would say any area where you feel unsafe, where you don't know if you can be around this person without knowing if they're going to snap, without knowing if you're going to step on the landmine, without whatever the case is if those are the different attributes and you feel as if and you want to try to make excuses for that person you're like oh yes they love bomb they give me all these gifts but they also have x y and z if you are trying to rationalize or <laughs> another thing something that i've done um, is if you are trying to squint so hard like your eyesight is literally gone blurry because you're trying to squint and see if they have any green flags that is a red flag in and of itself in my mind because it's like if I have to squint this hard to be able to see anything good that might be a time for a reassessment and seeing if you are a proper fit for me um everybody has their own boundaries everybody has their own things that they would consider red flags but there are some things that might just be like beige flags there's some that are definite red flags but if they're just beige maybe you need to talk about that work on that interest be introspective in that moment and see what's necessarily going on but if you feel that you can be free to be yourself um and without fear of punishment or judgment then you know that that's there it's like a green flag that's just um 
And it all comes down to knowing people's intentions. With, okay, are, are they getting me gifts because they're trying to love bomb and just... If you, I would encourage you to, if you think that it may be love bombing, I would encourage you to actually, for one, maybe go see a therapist. Maybe do your own research on like NPD or narcissistic personality disorder. See if any of those attributes are kind of if they're manipulative, if they try to twist the situation and try to gaslight you, that is a situation that you may feel unsafe. You can't be yourself. Um, and you're constantly like worried about maybe if you offend them, maybe if you did something, had a perceived wrong that you committed against this person. And that's that's hard but it's not your job to try to maybe read between the lines of that person another thing with if they wanted to they would let's just say they text you or they wish you happy birthday or they do different um, that's what I'm talking about like it's not your job to read between the lines if they send you a text, I'm I'm telling you, there are s sometimes you're like, what exactly did they mean by this text? And you, as an overthinker, I'm thinking of every possible situation, solution, and thinking maybe they meant this, maybe they meant this. Even if you use a different emoji, I'm like, why'd you use that emoji? Like, are you trying to say X, Y, and Z, or are you? Like, I will literally do that till I feel exhausted. But, if they have a problem with you, it is on them to make that, you can try to say, hey, did I mess up? Did I do something wrong? But don't overthink it because if they little if they say no, it's not your job to be like, oh, they probably just say that because they don't want to hurt me or they don't want to do this. If they don't actually come to you and say you upset me when you do X, Y, and Z, and I think you could do better with these different topics of discussion, if they don't come up with that and are the bigger person it's not your job to think of every possible solution and how you can make this right if you did offend them if you hurt them and this also goes with friendships too like if people don't necessarily tell you how you put them but they're giving you the cold shoulder It's, yes, that hurts, 
but it's not necessarily your your responsibility you tried to make amends if you did try let me put it that way if you did try to make amends and this individual still doesn't want to do so it's not your job to try to figure everything out for one we I would consider myself a pretty good reader of people like I know people's intentions and I know like how people think that being said every once in a while I'm bound to be incorrect in my assessment maybe I think someone hates me and turns out they were just having a rough week but even like if they project onto you even if they project some trauma that they they experienced at work or they experienced in their home when they were younger let's just say you had a tiny part to play you were like oh i messed up and i offended them they each individual should be the bigger person and like apologize say whatever even if you had like a part to play you don't deserve all of that all that emotional hurt all that sometimes when we're angry we say things I know it's make it make sense it sometimes doesn't but when we're angry sometimes we say things that we never meant to hurt the other person with but also sometimes when we are angry the truth really comes out like the truth of how they feel about you or if they've had like some unresolved anger against you and you know I wish people were just honest in the first place and we wouldn't have even had to yell in order to hear how they really felt but sometimes that is the case that is the way that things go but even if you deserved a even if you like not deserved that's even if you had a fraction in that whole discussion you were the one who made them angry sometimes we think oh well I made this person angry so therefore I deserve to be spoken to that way that's not true um and honestly if people care about you as much as they say they do and sometimes you need to reevaluate friendships or relationships if this isn't the case but they are maybe going to take a break away from the situation and be like you know what I am mad and upset right now I just I need some time to cool off that is a boundary 
that protects the other person, protects their feelings. And then once you are calmer, you can come back to that situation. It doesn't mean you can't talk about those things in a calm, collective manner. I think you still need to talk about the things that upset you and that bother you. Because honestly, if you have this unresolved tension and this hatred and people are throwing you the cold shoulder and you don't know why, it's sometimes more detrimental when people are trying to quote unquote save face because they don't want to hurt the other person. They end up hurting the person more because that individual does not know where they stand. Now I'm not just saying you just need to be out there just saying however you feel, cursing people out. There may come a time for that, but I highly, highly doubt that. Most things you can resolve just by communication. Um, and if you can't, sometimes you just, sometimes let sleeping dogs lie. Because you're not going to agree with everybody 100% of the time. Even like your best friend, you're not going to agree with them 100% of the time. I guarantee you, like, you're going to have, like, some disagreements. But, if you're best friends, if you're in a relationship and they are your best friend, what have you, I, I believe that you, you should date your best friend because, you know, not like that, but whatever. Um... <laughs> I think that you have to find someone who is going to be your best friend and that you can kind of relate and hang out with. There's not really pressure to be anybody else but yourself. Um, but in a relationship, in a friendship, those disagreements that you have, if tackled correctly they can bring you closer instead of further away sometimes it's just a matter of explaining how this situation makes you feel and sometimes the person's like I did not mean it that way totally fine um, now in that case what you need to do is you need to find a solution so that maybe it doesn't happen again or you know what maybe just be cautious when you mention things like that um if you know someone has a problem with the way they look and somehow I, this has happened not to me specifically but to some people that i know um and i've even seen it like in the public setting uh, where someone will like throw their significant other under the bus and they it's like they know that this person struggles with maybe the way that they look or certain they know that they're insecure about something basically they make like this snide remark or like an offhanded 
joke. But honestly, it's not funny. It's not, no one's really laughing about that. Um, like, there are sometimes I think that we need to be cautious with our words because You know, this old saying, sticks and stones break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah, like, words, they're kind of like a, an arrow. Like, if you're constantly, now sometimes people are going to throw arrows out there, whether with their actions, whether with their words, um, and it's going to hurt you. It's going to sting a little bit. Sometimes it just grazes you and it's not anything worthwhile. But sometimes it's deeper and it cuts deeper. And the people that we care about more, I, fi I find this is with me at least. Um, if you're like some rando off the street and you're just like, well, I hate your makeup, Ugh, I don't know. Hate the way you you agree, blah blah blah, whatever. There's more things, but if someone's if a rando just tells me certain things or that I need to feel insecure, I need to change something about myself, you know what? Your arrows I dodge them, I don't like they didn't even hit me as much. Um and some people's like, but I care what other people think. You should to some degree, but you don't have to care what everybody thinks about you. Um, like, you shouldn't care if everybody on the face of the earth likes you. There are some people that will not like you. They won't see your value. They won't see your worth. And that's just a given. That doesn't mean you have to give up on life. That doesn't mean you have to and be like, well, no one likes me anyway. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is The people that truly matter are going to see your worth, um, are going to see your value. So, um, and you're going to find those people. Sometimes it takes longer than most to find that um, a lot of times in our 20s in our we're kind of finding it's you kind of like re-finding yourself in your 20s knowing who you are knowing who respects you seeking value but some of the things that you put up with before you're trying to reassess what you would put up with now. I feel like. 
I also truly believe that what I'm saying about that whole phrase, if they wanted to, they would, whether you're applying that to situationships, whether you're applying that to friendships, whatever, that's, which kind of brings me into like the next part of the conversation, which is situationships. So, some of us might not know what that means. First of all, I will tell you, I am the queen of situationships. I'm like if situationships was a personality. It just somehow happens to me. Situationships are basically when you are in not a relationship because you don't necessarily know. I'm trying to define this as best as I can, but you don't know how to define it because there's never been any set guidelines. Maybe on one side of the equation or both sides, you do not want to set labels. So, you're just kind of in this limbo stance of, well, I know this individual likes me, but they haven't said anything. And then sometimes you're afraid to say anything. Yeah, so it's just a very sticky situation. But basically, it's this kind of almost relationship, kind of not. Sometimes people have like situationships for years. Um, I, I honestly think, like, here, here's something too. Going off of situationships, um, sometimes, <laughs> I would, um, you think about the one that got away, and you're just like, oh, maybe I did something wrong, maybe I did this, maybe I did this, and you can overthink and overanalyze that situation. Now this is just my opinion, my hot take, so if it's if they left and they were the one that quote unquote got away, maybe they weren't meant to be there. Maybe they weren't meant to be the one that was staying. Because anyone who truly wants to will stay, will be the one that stays. But I, if that is the case, you do have to set your intentions and your boundaries, Point. Uh, period. Like, and I say that as someone who thought about the person that got away and thought that it was like some intrinsic flaw that I had because I just am that person where I'm just like maybe it's something with me maybe I'm the problem it could have very well been but just thinking about it obsessing about it doesn't get you anywhere in life like honestly it 
very well could have been me. I could have been the horrible person in this situation ship. Who knows? But if I constantly think about it, it's not going to get me anywhere. They are out of your life. And did they care? There might have been a part of them that did. Yeah. But it should have probably been like we set up like a like type of understanding this is where we stand with each other. If you don't know where you stand with someone, it is very difficult. Situationships, that's why I would say they're one of the most difficult things to navigate in your 20s, early 20s, even if you have them when you're a teenager, they, because it messes, it's almost like being in a relationship because it messes with your emotions so much that you do not know how to feel anymore. At least that's, I just kind of became numb to everything because just all, everything, all of my kind of relationships always ended up to be situationships. None of them went anywhere. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, poor pitiful me, like, nothing no i'm just saying like i don't know what i don't know i also cannot expect different things to happen for one if i don't like actually make the decision to make them happen and you can't know someone else's intentions at their core like until they actually tell you they want want to go out on a date or what have you it's not your job to try to figure out if they like you if they want to be with you and that may sound harsh but it's just if they truly want it to I'm like I was gonna say that saying again if they truly want it to they would they would tell you but since they haven't sometimes what we do is we have our mind fill in the gaps of everything overthinking everything, wondering if it is a flaw, wondering, and sometimes, like, it can be little things, like, but, like I say, it's not your job, it's not your responsibility. Um, to make them want to make that decision to make them want to make that commitment and 
in a situationship because you don't have that clear label of where you stand, I would say, in, I would argue the fact that in some ways it is harder to set those boundaries and those intentions because you don't know. Sometimes you have to set them in that moment to kind of protect your peace. That's what I've learned. Um, I mean, there, and also with situationships, um, there was one, and I don't really consider it as like a, I don't know if it necessarily was a situationship or not, but like, I, I ghosted the person. I do not recommend that. But in my my mind, I was just I was in college at the time. I didn't I just felt uneasy about the whole situation. It was just they would text certain things, and I would then like once. I would actually ask my friends to look over these texts and think if I was overthinking because I am an overthinker. I just read too much into everything. And so I would ask some of my friends, I'm like, I need a second opinion. Am I overthinking these texts? They're like, no. It was like he wanted to know where I was every second of every day it was almost like um what's the best way to describe this um yeah it was just it almost seemed like it could be borderline controlling and i did not know if he was stepping into that territory like Okay, this was weird. This person would literally get mad if I was talking to other people. And I'm like, we're nothing. Why do you even care? Um, like, I mean, I mean that respectfully. Like, you, you do not matter to me in that type of way. So, like, why? Um, and also, I, like, like I said, I truly felt uneasy about this whole situation and he would try he would to like somehow like he happened to know where I was sometimes but I think it was just kind of like a fluke because we just sometimes ran into each other and yeah um because it was same kind of class schedule so sometimes it was it just it was more of a fluke that we ran into each other it wasn't like it, we planned to run into each other if that makes sense but like it was just I don't I don't know it was very I just like I say felt very uneasy about the whole situation um, so what I did was I did ghost this person. 
we and also because that's the only way I knew how to stay safe and protect my peace because I did not know where this would go I also did not want it to go anywhere for one because I just like I say it kind of it seemed to me like it was borderline controlling with different attributes and the also the thing is going back to like the squinting so hard to see like the green flags a little bit he would try to convince me that he was like this upstanding person and I realized like if you've been hurt if you've been burned before you do not want to play with fire and get burned again sometimes sometimes you've been burned so bad Lee um and I've had different experiences before this that just there were sometimes I'm like I have trauma so it's like if I can prevent another trauma from happening I will do what I can to prevent that trauma um that's that's just me um so whatever I have to do I will um but and I'm like the reason why I say like when you've been burned so hard you don't want to trust you have trust issues that I feel like that is a part of it you know I don't like to trust people and I have a hard time with it but also because I don't trust people I can kind of see when something's not necessarily lining up but there were sometimes when people will literally say you know I know my girlfriend I know my person has been hurt so I will do everything I can to make sure they feel safe that was not this at least it did not seem to be that way um because I would say that if you seriously feel like in your gut you listen to your heart you feel that hey something's not lining up there's something off about this person don't know how to describe it do not know how to explain it to everybody you <laughs> you don't owe anyone an explanation um of why you feel the way you feel now your feelings are valid just because they are yours they are going to be unique to you but if you feel like unsafe um you know they're If you feel like you can't be yourself once again that is not like a safe situation that you want to be in and so yes if you feel that you have to ghost someone you can ghost someone 
I wouldn't encourage you ghosting people left and right, but if there was a certain time, there's a certain situation where it's like you have to ghost someone for your own personal safety. Because I think that some people deserve to be ghosted. They need to be ghosted. I will say I leave more people on red than I ever do ghosting people. And the reason why I leave people on red, frankly, is not because I don't respond to texts. It's because I am trying to figure out the best way to respond. Especially if it's something that is a deep conversation that I'm like, I want to respond correctly I don't know if that's probably the right way I want to phrase that but if I want to respond correctly then I have to have time to process all, all of this and just kind of know how to respond efficiently um, but yeah like there might be some situationships like that for me, honestly, even if, let's say, we have placed a label on it, I still don't feel comfortable sharing my location. Do not, like, if we were relationship status. Um... But those are some boundaries that you have to set. I think it really would depend on the person and the individual. Um, like I say, if you're in like a situationship and we don't actually have anything in common, you do not need to know the password to my phone. You, and some people's like, but he's my best friend. She's my best friend. I, I don't give my best friends my password to my phone. Even then, they really can't remember it. Um, <laughs> what I mean by that is like they might be changing like some music and I'm like, I'll give it to them really quickly. And that friend like usually forgets about it. Um, later or like you can go in and change your password that's not that hard to do if you like trust that person but if you're in a situation you don't need to show people your text messages who you've been texting and it wasn't like you know what i i set boundaries like that anyway like when it started crossing into that I was like no you cannot do any of that we don't even and I think that sometimes you have to be direct and forthright with some things aren't that deep but the deep issues are um sometimes we're like it's not that deep I, I truly 
So here's, here's something to kind of think on a little bit. If it is deep that, to that person, it is a deep issue and it is that deep. Um, there are some things that truly aren't like it's, um, but you know, that needs to be like a discussion and a conversation that you have. But also, like, with some boundaries that you set, like I say, each person's boundaries are going to be different. Do not give me a nickname if we are nothing. If, like, you haven't put a label on it, why even give me a nickname? What I mean by that is when people say like babe or I hate honey but and darling I, I don't know why like unless you're like an Ed Sheeran song I do not like the word darling at all like it's like unless it's an Ed Sheeran song and I'm singing along to it that's the one time that I can tolerate darling like used in the sentence Oh, also like sweetie but that's like that's a little rant um, but what I mean like like I say what I mean is don't like say any of those like n names that you would normally have for like a boyfriend girlfriend if you are not in a relationship that's one of my personal boundaries. Like, that is something that I believe um, just kind of helps distinguish things. If they haven't asked you to be their girlfriend, boyfriend, what have you, just... I think that the lines can kind of be crossed in that way. Um, in that same vein, I do not like to be, I don't want you to hold my hand, I don't want you to like touch my hair or any, um, any way that can kind of be like construed as intimate, like touching me and then, yeah. If we are, like that is a situation that is a discussion that would have to happen once you get into a relationship but as at situationship level you don't owe that person anything now if you it's what's also some, some situationships are kind of funny I've gotten to some funny situationships too where like the guy was just delulu like seriously and the funny thing is like if he, and so that guy and honestly like if you ask me like we can have that come if you ask me like you're like hey i really like you you want to go out if you like if you say something if you mention that then 
hey, we can talk, we can have a discussion. Maybe this could go somewhere. But if I have to think of every single thing and also make like the decision to see if you're in it, I don't want to have to analyze every single step that you do to try to figure it out and put in the pieces of the puzzle. I don't. It's, it's exhausting. It literally becomes <laughs> exhausting. Um, but sometimes, the funny thing with that whole situationship is if the guy had just asked, I probably would have said yes. But the thing was, he never asked about anything. So I had to question his motives, see who, what he was like, who he was as an individual, and yeah. So you know what? <laughs> I mean, I I had to set some boundaries. And those were boundaries that I had personally. Um, and I just, you know, <laughs> had to let him know in a not nice way. We, like, also, there were some boundaries that you tell out loud. Some people's like, you don't tell your boundaries, that's what makes them boundaries. there is somewhat that I agree with that you don't want to tell your person every single boundaries that you have um, but <laughs> you might want to explain to them some things like for instance if you are now I'm gonna go into relationships because I'm just like I think If you were having like a hard day and for whatever reason they come home and they're happy like you know they might be ha they're happy to see you they want to hug you blah 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 and you don't want to be hugged right now like you just need some personal space there might be a time where you have to tell them that but if you just push them away they're not gonna know why and they might think that is a problem with them they might but if you say hey be upfront and honest and don't be nasty about it but try to be like hey you know what I'm going through a very hard time right now emotionally I honestly being hugged from you right now is not gonna be helpful for me in this situation like, let them know. Um, and set your boundary there. Some boundaries, though. I 
I was literally on like the airplane the other day and like and honestly I don't know if you tell someone this or you just you show people in this case I feel like you would actually show them how you want it to be treated versus telling them um but you know each person has their own difference of opinion with that but if someone's like I want him to treat me better he doesn't treat me right and I told him he should treat me better okay that may be a true statement you need to know he needs to know how to treat you better if you're just like I'm asking for you to treat me better why don't you treat me better okay hear me out maybe they didn't know that they were treating you wrongly or not the way that you wanted to be treated and like I say some people would say oh they know what they're doing yes there is definitely a part to play in that and each person has their own part in that whole discussion that conversation but First of all, you try to examine the situation. See if there's any, like maybe inconsistencies or mis simple misunderstanding. Sometimes it's a simple misunderstanding. And if that is the case, then you need to let them know how to treat you better. Be like, you know what, um, this, this type of situation that we're in is not necessarily helpful. Um, the other day, you said this. And the way that, sometimes you can say the way that it felt to me was that you were saying that I was not like a good partner I I didn't do this I didn't do this and give lay out the whole thing because you know maybe you need some classes on how to communicate properly but what I find is the individuals, people who are in relationships and have been in long-term relationships, their communication is something like no other. They tell people, they're like, they tell that other person, hey, what did I do? Is there something that I can do to make this better? Um, sort of like if that person came home from a long day of work. They're like, I'm tired, I just don't want to do anything. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry you had a hard day. Is there anything that I can do that would make you feel heard, make you feel seen in this time, in this situation? That's one way that you can do it. 
if they do not know, again, it's not your responsibility to try. Oh, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? If they do not know, or they say they don't know, leave it at that. Maybe there's nothing that you can do that's going to help that situation, but maybe you can just be there for that individual. Let them know that they're there. Even like, um, if they say, I, I don't know, there's nothing that I can think of at this time. Okay, that's totally okay. Let me know if there is. Let me know if I can help, if you think of anything. And I think also, it's sometimes the little things that sometimes make the world of difference. If you know that they have like a hard day, um, going the extra mile and being like, okay, we don't really have to do anything today. Um, you want to go out for a bite to eat or we can stay in. I can order takeout and we'll just stay in, watch a movie. Sometimes it doesn't have to be like complicated. Um, sometimes they may just want to go to sleep and like you really have to understand how to communicate efficiently and effectively. And it takes time, it takes effort. Um, and especially if you've never had that before, it might take more effort on your part if you came from like a family that maybe didn't talk about emotions or they didn't talk about feelings. It may take some time to be vulnerable with that person. And if they love you, they will allow the space to let you do that, to let you to express yourself. The people who are going to stay will stay in your life. The people who want to stay will stay in your life no matter what. Um, also, last of all, what I wanted to kind of touch on is changing for someone else bad. Changing who you are. I do not believe that you have to change for anybody. If people are saying that you have to change, then maybe you want to reevaluate your friendships. Now, that's kind of a hook that just kind of gets you lodged in there um, and want to hear the best. Because what I mean by that, some things you're going to have to modify about yourself. But I don't believe that you fully have to change. You do not have to change the inner workings of yourself, who you are, what you like to do. I, I like cooking. I like shopping. Some people do some of my friends do not like that. 
and am I going to tell them, oh, you're not the right person for me because, no, no, I like coffee, some of my friends don't like coffee, is that wrong? No, that's not like necessarily a red flag if you don't like coffee. Um, <laughs> might question why you're making it through the day, but you know, that's not necessarily a red flag. Now I'm just JK with that JK. Like it's not, <laughs> that is something that's not that deep. Like if you don't like coffee, you don't like coffee. And maybe you might have the, or, you know, but the thing is, even though they don't like coffee, they don't like these different things, doesn't mean that I can't like them, doesn't mean that I have to change for them and change who I am. Um... So, I just, that also, and those things are not deep at all. Like, people who don't like coffee or they don't like different things. But what about when it's like, you have to change your personality. You have to dull your personality in order to make them more comfortable to make them more confident and less insecure. In insecure, there we go. I was like, I was thinking insincere and insecure at the same time and it just didn't come out right. So I'm not saying that anybody who's insecure is also insincere, but I was just, for some odd reason, I was, my brain could not English. And so it was just like, that's not the word I want to use. Anyway. Um, if someone wa wants you to dull your personality for them, because, like, I remember being a kid, and when people, like, you know, people bully other kids, um, but sometimes I was in, like, I was pretty smart as a kid. I had like, to some people, that's why I didn't wear glasses, even though probably should have. Like it's like, is being blind so you don't bully me, is that efficient? I don't think so, but you know what? I don't know. Like, I was already like the smart kid and I just didn't want them to have like something else on me like to be like oh not only is she smart she also wears glasses that I don't know like it was just I knew people were called nerds if they wore glasses and I didn't want to wear glasses because I did not want to be a geek I did not want to be a nerd I didn't want to be called all these different things um and so I felt like I had to play the part of being stupid sometimes um, so people would actually 
want now that being said I also was not bullied as much as some people because another thing about me is if you know like the personality like the Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram I'm an ENFP I'm very perceptive I also that's the campaigner too but basically you can express different things you love when everything's constantly changing and that's why individuals in that type of personality they want to go into like social media um also like maybe psychology because everything is constantly changing around you also on like the enneagram i am a seven wing three which basically and you can look up the campaigner or you can look up the um enneagram seven and i think i'm a wing three um but the enneagram and also just because you follow these different sequences doesn't necessarily confine you to that box i i know some people they're like well the reason why i act this way is because according to astrology like i am this i, I know what i am too but i'm not gonna say that just because i'm like I don't necessarily know if that means anything I think though sometimes it can especially like with the Myers-Briggs that's why I'm more Myers-Briggs and Enneagram because with those two it's actually a personality that a lot of different individuals have um, which with like astrology it's more you are this way because you were born on a certain date and different things align and I'm not saying that's like right or wrong do your own research what I am saying though is for me it just I feel like the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs it just makes more sense in my mind because there's actual but um with the en with the enneagram going back to that the enneagram 7 basically you have a bubbly personality everybody wants to be your friend you are a chameleon you can basically blend into any kind of situation you want and be friends with them But certain times, insecure people, and I'm going to say this as like the mean girl, um, or like maybe Karen personality, like insecure people will sometimes try to make other people insecure. Um... And sometimes what you dislike about someone else is what you dislike about yourself. I'm not saying that's all the way true. Um, 
which is what we often admire about that individual then, is a characteristic that we wish we had, but we don't. Um, which can spew into jealousy. It can turn into someone tearing the other person down, therefore. But it can also be a way that you can cheer on that individual um, because they have like these types of okay well I'm good with these characteristics because you are other people can come to you and say hey would you be able to administrate administer these tests or if maybe your boss knows that you are good with organization they might put you in an organizational role different things of that nature sometimes our successes aren't another person's failing they're just something that different people have um and it's neither good well it's not not bad um i was gonna say it's neither good or bad and i'm like that doesn't make any sense in this context but it's not a bad thing to but where it becomes problematic is when that when people see someone's heroic deeds and they can't cheer them on um, that's when it or even someone's quote-unquote like unsuccessful attempt there we go unsuccessful attempt of making something happen sometimes people's like oh well <laughs> you didn't need that anyway you didn't need that promotion. That's not helpful. If you would just be like, oh, you know what? I am so sorry that that didn't happen for you. But maybe there's something better out there. That's maybe a better way of handling it than saying, well, we know you didn't need that anyway. Um, that's where it can get kind of problematic also so with that being said you shouldn't have to change for anybody if you I honestly um, some people didn't necessarily like a way that I did so, some people like the way that I did my hair one day and then another group of people didn't. Does that mean... But the thing was, at that particular day, I was... And this happens I, to a lot of people. Sometimes um, I would say... If you enjoy those different things, 
you don't have to change it. Now, if it's an attitude problem or if it's the way that you say some things that hurt individuals and you come off as abrasive, maybe you need to reevaluate that if, they, if someone comes up to you. But if it's like, oh, I don't like the way that you do your hair, I don't like the way that you walk, I don't, there are some things that you can't necessarily change about yourself. There are some things that if people are trying to make you feel insecure and are trashing every single, and using you as an emotional punching bag, that is something that's not safe for your mental health that's not safe for your emotional well-being i will say that some people are not emotionally intelligent are not emotionally available either but you should not have there might like i say there might be some things that you might have to modify if this individual Because there are some things that are really petty. People's like, oh, well, we can't be friends if you listen to that type of music or you read those types of books. Maybe I don't don't want to be friends with you. Maybe I, if that's the way that you truly feel. There's sometimes <laughs> that I'm like, you're you're joking, right? Like. And I've even laughed at people because I thought it was a joke. I'm like, oh, that's, that's funny. And they're like, no, I wasn't joking. I was serious. I'm like, this is, it's not that d deep. Like, have I ever, like, I won't listen to that music around you if that makes you uncomfortable. But I'm still going to listen to that music. And that's what there was a time where you know you I wanted to make people happy I wanted to make people like me so you know what I walked around on these eggshells I was ha happy not happy eh, that's the wrong word like I did walk around on the eggshells I sometimes though I didn't know where sometimes you had set an IED or a landmine so sometimes I would inadvertently step on one and offend you or hurt you and like I say you want to be aware of people's feelings be aware of people's emotions try to help yourself read some books on it like watch videos listen to maybe podcasts about how to be emotionally intelligent and understand where the person's coming from you want to do all of those things like be the best person that you can be be the bigger person but understand this if you have to walk away from that situation because maybe they are like maybe they do go into situations where it's like it is not that deep I am sorry I hurt you but we can't we can't keep going like this if that is a situation where you need to leave understand 
you are not the problem. It's not if you're trying to be, especially if you're trying to be the bigger person and you want them, you want them to grow, you want the best for them. And you also want the best for you, you want the best for you mentally. It's not selfish to leave. Because honestly, that is protecting them, that's protecting you. It's not selfish, it's not. Now, again, boundaries, sometimes people say, that's meant to hurt other people. No, it's actually meant to protect you. To protect both of us, actually. So, in the long run, we are protecting each other. And some, some people might not see it that way, and that is okay. But I would say if you have to change every single thing about yourself, that's not cool at all. I've like I've watched certain movies like with with my friends, not something that I would necessarily you know, it's not something that given the opportunity I would watch. Um, just because I, I'm into action movies, I'm just not really into superhero movies. The reason being is because I don't want to have to watch, like, ten movies just so I can understand this one movie. Because sometimes my friends will have to explain it to me and they'll be like, oh, well this happened in this movie and this happened in this movie. I don't want to have to, like, decide that. You know, so I don't watch those types of movies. Now, if like we're hanging out and you want to watch that movie and I happen to be present, it's not going to bother me. If you want to listen to Christmas music right now, I mean, I've been doing that. It's not going to bother me like one bit. If you, if you choose not to, and you're like, no, I need like, listen to music after Thanksgiving because, ex um, maybe it's like a religious decision, maybe it's like a personal decision that you made, okay, alright, I mean, I will, I will support you. But at the same time, I'm, I'm still going to listen to Christmas music. There were certain things like that. There were like the deeper issues, kind of political maybe stances. Um, where it's like I may not agree with you on that. And that is okay. Um, 
So also like with relationships, there might be some things that you have to give up. Now, not entirely. Um, so like for instance, some people, like when they first meet the person, they are not into football. They're not into any sports. Then when they talk with the person, they get invested with these sports. I would say it depends on the person. It depends on the individual. I enjoy sports. I don't understand them though. I do not. But sometimes I get afraid to ask the questions because no one usually sits down and communicates those, like the play-by-plays or what certain terminologies. Because I don't know, I don't know football lingo. I don't know basketball lingo. I don't know any, and so in some ways, Yes, I don't know those things, but also I think with respect, if you decide, hey, I want to go to a football game, you can go with that individual. And that's, even though you don't necessarily watch football, you can go, you can enjoy a game. Like I said, that some people think that that's even changing for that individual, changing and adapting. I, it's not necessarily. It's like modifying some parts of you that you really didn't have before. Because um, some people say that you have to change for this individual, change so that they'll like you. If I have to change who I am for you, then maybe you are not for me. And yes, that sounds crazy. Um, and it is a hot take, so take that for what you will. But if you want me to change for you, change who I am, change my values, like I say, you'll we're constantly growing we're constantly changing as individuals sometimes what we felt a certain while back we may no longer agree with on certain topics but like I say you're never going to agree with a person 100% of the time but with that with that respect, with that love, with that understanding. Sometimes, and you, this goes back to, to understanding some people's intentions. Um, first of all, like, kind of if they wanted to, they would. But with all of that being said, let's say you do go to a game. Like I say, I don't necessarily understand every aspect of football. I don't understand, like, I understand basketball a little bit more because 
I had someone explain it to me. But they were very caring in the way that they explained it. Um, so I'm like, it makes sense. Like, I wasn't treated less than just because I didn't know about sports. And I wasn't treated like I was stupid. The second... Sometimes the second that you try to mansplain something to me, my brain just shuts off. Because one time someone tried to explain football to me. And they were like, so you have this ball and it's called a football. And I'm like, I don't need to know that. I just need to know like what certain terms mean. Because I, I didn't understand any of it. And someone explained it to me like, you have to have four to get one down and I'm like what what does that even mean like it just didn't make sense but also I do sometimes even when I go into get my car like my oil change the guys talk to me there like I have no idea what I'm doing I don't know like, no, my car's just, someone overfilled my oil tank. I'm like, dude, I know what's going on. I know my own car. This is not how it's, I did bring it here because I don't know what's going on with it. But I know this is not supposed to happen. So that gives me enough gumption. At least give me the benefit of the doubt, people. Like, but like I said, like when when they talked about basketball, this person was very understanding. Like explained the rules and I understand it. Football still do not understand. And like also like when sometimes I just get very nervous about like saying certain things that I don't understand because I'm just like, oh well I am a girl and I don't understand that but that just it's not because like I'm a girl that I don't understand it. I just don't understand it like it's not if you like tried to take the time to actually explain it to me I might get it I you know and I may understand it better than you do I don't know but just took some time and I think that's where some a lot of people go wrong is that they're not understanding the situation and like I say this can go for a variety but you know a variety of different situations sometimes we get really timid about not knowing something or feeling stupid feeling unintelligent about the whole situation whether that's sports whether that's a deeper issue that you guys need to address that you just don't mention it so honestly like yes be considerate about people's feelings And also, if 
Like, let's say this individual does want to spend time with you and they're like, hey, let's go to a baseball game. Just because you're not changing for that person, if you don't want to go, I think it is perfectly okay to be like, you know what? I, like, if you have a lot to do, don't just say, I'm busy. Something just suddenly came up. No, don't use that excuse. But if, like, you truly don't want to go or, like, you truly have something going on, like, tell them, like, hey, you know, I'm busy right now. I got some things going on. Um, can we do it another time? Maybe you can meet up with one of the guys or whatever. Whatever you want to say in that case. you just have to like set your boundaries set your intentions with that I know that is a lot but I hope that that makes sense this has kind of been a longer episode than I was anticipating but I hope that all of that made sense and I hope you understand a little bit more about situationships how to define them how to not necessarily change yourself for anybody but like I say there are different things that maybe you might have to adjust maybe you might have to like tweak a little bit because sometimes we all have our quirks we all have our things that kind of make us who we are um some people may love that about you. Um, like some people, and it's very weird when this happens, but some people like, they think it's funny when you get mad. And I'm just like, okay, like why? I'm trying to make a point here. But with that being said, like, You have to know certain elements about yourself. When I get angry, I do this. Maybe I should do, maybe I should do this instead. Take a walk, listen to some refreshing music, listen to a podcast, then come back to the situation. Maybe I should journal instead of yelling at this person and sometimes giving them emotional trauma, psychological damage, and gaslighting them into thinking that they're the problem. Whatever those different situations are, then you, each person is going to have to assess that for themselves. When I get angry, I usually throw like a temper tantrum. And I'm just using examples. Um, I'm not saying whether they're mine or not. Because I don't owe temptations. But um, probably when I was a little kid I did. Um, It's not someone... 
so also I wanted to kind of leave you maybe with this last point sometimes it goes back to you're not asking for too much or you're not because honestly sometimes I have to remind myself of this and I heard it somewhere copied it whatever so it is recycled I don't know who the first person that said this was but you you are never never too much and you're always enough but sometimes it's not what you're asking or necessarily what you're doing it's that you are asking the wrong people and I forget how that saying goes um you're just if you're asking someone to stay and they don't want to stay they don't want to stay in the friendship they don't want to stay in the relationship whatever it's not that you're asking the wrong things you're just asking the wrong people to be there to accept you sometimes it is a matter of that and if that is the case I would definitely like encourage you to in this case like I know sometimes I do mention therapy if you find that you need therapy go ahead take a shot at it just um but also just like be introspective and come clean with how you truly feel um if it is a situationship i would and you don't know where you stand but you want it to go somewhere else and they do too maybe now this is my personal hot take I think that if someone if you are in a situationship and that person doesn't make it known I would rather them like um, shoot their shot I can definitely shoot it down I can definitely tell them no, but at least we have an understanding, we have a clear depiction of where we stand now. I would rather you shoot your shot and me turn it away than you never even like shooting your shot in the first place. And that's just, that is, like I say, that is definitely a hot take, um, but I just, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily coined this term or I don't believe I've heard it anywhere, but with friendships, especially even like relationship, like family relationships, 
Um, I sometimes, and the best way that I know how to describe it is love exhaustion. Where, and like I say, I don't think anybody's ever used this term before. But sometimes I get exhausted from loving people and trying to fill their cup, trying to be the best person for them. That I don't really have anything left over for me. And they're like, oh, but you still love me, right? I don't know. And I know that sounds like heartless and... It's not that you're just, it's not that you don't love them. You're just so temporarily knocked out from love, from maybe you've been desensitized towards it. There's a whole plethora of different situations. Like I say, maybe you've been burned before and you don't want to be burned again. But sometimes you just, like, you don't want to say I love you to that person because you just don't want it to be a word anymore that you use flippantly, that you just say off the top of your tongue. Because some people, sometimes love is just used um <laughs> like if uh what's that once i love music music is like free therapy for me but it's um an olivia rodriguez song and she says they tell me that they love me like i'm some sort of tourist attraction and it's like sometimes it's just like a pass by like where you don't actually feel any sort of love any sort of reaction like you should maybe and that's what I kind of consider love exhaustion where you're just kind of like beating a wall look not beating a wall that's not the same it's hitting a wall um when you're like hitting this wall and there's like no escape there's no come back from that and even then um when you experience love exhaustion take us even even if you need to take a day where you put your phone on airplane mode where you're not receiving any text. Also, I don't think that you can get onto social media when you have airplane mode. Like, even if you need to take a day where you just kind of escape from everything, everybody, like every type of situation that could potentially harm your mental health your emotional security because emotional security it's kind of like a bank and if people keep 
taking from that kind of reserve, you're going to be empty and not have enough to actually make a deposit into something that's actually worthwhile. Um, worthwhile or worthwhile? I don't know. Anyway, so... Sometimes what I find myself doing in those types of situations, that's why I leave people on red for, and sometimes, yes, it does end up as an accidental ghost because you, because what's the time frame that you leave someone on red and then it transitions into ghosting? Like, I, I guess that would be a, like, how long does it have to be before it actually transitions over into that type of realm because I will leave people on red usually I leave people on red for a couple of hours if I ghost you I will ghost you for like a couple months um sometimes you know a zombie where you kind of come back after you ghosted the person and you respond but that Sometimes my emotional piggy bank, for lack of a better term, it cannot handle all of your emotions plus my emotions. Um, and especially if I'm going through something difficult, I will want to be there for you. And... So yes, you're not you're not asking the wrong things. You're just pretty much asking the wrong people to kind of stay, to be there. The people that want to stay will stay, and the people that you know, whatever they want to, just kind of be the person that you can count on, that you can rely on, to be your security. It's not necessarily like. I will say that it's not anybody's job to kind of be like your security blanket but if they if they do care about you I like they should at least at the very least come alongside of you support you even maybe they don't know necessarily how but they should kind of be there to pick you up and be your like emotional support blanket. I'm not saying that you have to rely on them for every single thing because sometimes that can be kind of that they have to answer you at every beck and call and if they don't you're gonna fall apart but there has to be some type of and honestly that has to be like a another conversation that you have to have like it's like okay if we are going through something hard like are we going to tell people about it are we going to tell each other about it immediately like while we're in the middle of it or are we going to wait a while and kind of think about it discuss it because what I have seen sometimes, um, 
is that individual they like text that person and they're like I'm going and sometimes like it's like you want to be there for that person but you can't necessarily be there for them entirely um but you try to be there for them the best you can like if I if I'm at work I don't usually I don't answer my phone not even if it's text and if you're going through an emotional crisis there is a part of me that probably wants to answer you and wants to get back to you and respond to you as best as I can but understand this I am busy I I want to be there for you I just and I will try to be there for you the best I can maybe in that exact minute though I can't be and some people have got to understand that um, because sometimes because I have seen this with some of people who um, they're like this person didn't text me what if something really bad had happened yeah I understand where you're coming from and I understand your hurt I understand your frustration but also understand maybe that person has some things going on and sometimes people will like text um, like hey you know I'm at work might not respond as quickly you know that is totally fine too But that is a decision that you guys have to, first of all, set in place to say, okay, what are we going to do in these different, like, situations? I, you know, these are the different things that I think about. You have to have that discussion. Be like, okay, if something goes wrong, do you want me to text you immediately? Do you want me to, or, you know, um, are you going to tell me, hey, um, it's okay, I'll be there, like, as soon as I can, we'll try to talk about this once I get home, off of work. That might be another way that to handle it. But whatever those decisions, whatever those boundaries that you want to set up in place, stick to them. Um... You know, and there are sometimes too that maybe you might have to call that individual because they <laughs> they don't answer text, and so if you call them, they will know something's up. Maybe that's okay. If you try to text me and I don't answer within five minutes, call me. If it is something important, if you are going having like a panic attack, if you're having this, that because I won't answer my phone unless you call me. Okay, we got a boundary. We got something set up, some type of solution that we can work with here 
and I would say this is more in relationship type of settings um some people know that their person will respond within three minutes of them texting someone and so if they do not respond then they're usually like okay is everything okay are you okay and it like I say it depends on the person there um I've had some friends I know they they have a busy schedule so I know if they don't respond to me like within a week's time frame it's like maybe something's going on and people's like that's too much listen I just if you don't like and sometimes I think when we leave people on red I sometimes I have sometimes responded to you in my mind already so, so sometimes I'm like in my defense I already responded to you and sometimes when we leave people on red we just kind of sometimes we're trying to we're busy and we just leave people on that sometimes we are trying to think how to at least for me most of the time i leave people on red i'm trying to figure out how to word everything properly but sometimes we just forget i've forgotten and one time i even had a dream that i responded to someone and then Turns out I never really responded to that person, but I believed I did. So, I mean, different things happen, and I, it's just knowing those different individuals, those different people, like, kind of how they interact, how they roll. Um, because some people say, you know, if people do not respond to you, that they are a bad friend i don't believe that i here's where that may be true um if they respond i would say if they respond if you know they respond to everyone else before they ever respond to you maybe they're not a good friend like if you know that beyond a shadow of a doubt if they're like oh I'll text you when I text get to you you know um then that may be okay but if everybody else comes first before you do um you know i um for me like it's like if if i don't respond to you um it's sometimes something that i'm going through emotionally and I just 
sometimes, and this is no hate to anybody, and some people say that, and they're like, there's a little bit of hate. No, truly no hate to anybody. There will sometimes I, like someone wants to talk to me about something important on their mind, on their plate. Because for some people, I am the person that people come to for advice. And that's, sometimes that can even be emotionally overwhelming when you sometimes are the therapist friend where you have to help them with their emotions. But then I would with the therapist friend, usually, this isn't all the time, but usually what happens, because like I say, it depends on the friendship, it depends on the relationship, but sometimes they can be going through something and you will help them, you will give them advice because they ask for it, um, and you will help them through that problem. You know, however, if you were going through something similar or even worse than they were, they would not have your back. And that that's horrible to say. But sometimes that is the difficulty. And the waters kind of get murky with that. And people... Then they ask why you never share anything with them. Because any time that you would share anything with them, it becomes a long conversation. And something that maybe you don't have the time to get into. So, you know, know evaluate your friendships. See if they are the right people for you. This episode is not to say that you should cut off every single people. Please do not hear that. It's to say if someone is unhealthy, if they're causing you pain emotionally, physically, psychologically, sexually, whatever, sometimes you need to cut them off. Um... And be the other person, bigger person, and walk the other way. Um, but sometimes, also, with being the person that people come to for advice, now, understand this too. That's not a bad thing. Like, sometimes. I've even told individuals like that they don't necessarily need me to make that decision to help them with that decision. They are fully capable of making that decision themselves. Because sometimes they want, it depends, like I say, it depends on the person. But there are sometimes, some people that you know what they are capable of they're just insecure um, about who they are, different attributes. And sometimes they don't know if they have that capa- 
capability to make that decision. But sometimes you just have to encourage them and give them that little boost of motivation that it's like, it is okay to not know. But you are fully capable of making this decision. You don't need to run this by me. Because I kind of know the reason why you are. You're running it by me because you feel that is what you have to do. But you know what? I will support you no matter what. I, be I believe in you. I believe that you have this. I believe that you have the tools to succeed. All you need to have is a little bit of confidence to make that decision. And I can give you my advice. Like, point blank. Um, one... One time, like, someone did come to me for advice, and I was like, well, just tell them, and I was saying what, I was like, so this is what you would tell this person, basically, and they're like, okay, let me write that down word for word, and I'm like, no, 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 let me take your phone, because you're not putting that in your notes app, you need to put this in your own words, if you want to get take like little pointers of what I said that is totally fine but you need to put this in your own words it can't just be what I say to do it has at the end of the day it's still your decision and you have to be okay with that um and there's also like been like deeper issues that people have kind of come to me with it's just like at the end of the day like that's what sometimes you have to remind people at the end of the day this is your decision um so you do not need me to make that decision for you 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 can make it um like But more of the story is don't change, don't feel like you have to change for anyone. Um, and like I say, there are certain things, like, even if people have, like, let's say, like in any kind of friendship a person does like state okay you know what I think it would be better if you did your hair this way you can still take that advice you can run with it you can not um but at the end of the day that is still your decision and sometimes if they don't want to be friends with you because you believe certain things or you wear certain clothes maybe that they don't agree with at the end of the day that is actually on them 
Um, it's not necessarily on you. Um, like I said, people people are gonna have opinions on what you should do, how you should act, what you should wear, who you should be with, every every single thing. People are going to comment on your life, whether that is behind a screen or whether that is to your face. You can choose to take that advice and run with it. You can choose to take even like a portion of what they say and maybe there is like truth into what they have to say. Like, if it's maybe your makeup, maybe you put too much contour on, I don't know. Like, if it's something of that nature and then you evaluate, you're like, okay, maybe I do need to figure out a different technique to use when I apply my makeup even if it's meant in meant to hurt you even if it's that doesn't mean that you can't be friends with that person um now if it's meant to hurt you I should say this if it's meant to hurt you that's something different um, if they're just like saying something off the top of their head, um, then you can either choose to agree with it or you can choose to not. Um, you can even choose to have like a conversation. Again, if they don't want to have that conversation and with you about how you hurt them, that is on them. It's, you tried to kind of communicate. But if someone is constantly trashing on you, they're constantly talking bad about the way that, even if you know, okay, I did this, I did this, I did this, um, and still, it's not enough. It's never enough for you. I have to change every single thing about myself every single thing that made me happy and now I am miserable because I wanted you to like me I wanted you to respect me I wanted you to see me as equal value to you if that's where you stand then you need to reevaluate that you need to re whether that is a relationship whether that is a friendship, whether that is even a situationship, like if it's a situationship, just you see all the red flags, just run the other direction. You don't know that person anything. If it's a relationship, that's up to you and that individual how you want to handle that. But if it's a situationship, you can you can peace out and just kind of go the other way um friendships like i say try to make amends try to if it's any type of relationship whether that's family or like a friendship um at the end of the day you can try to make amends but 
and try to state your peace, state your truth. If they refuse to listen or they don't want to listen, that is not on you. You tried the best you could. Now you can either choose, you can choose to go no contact, you can choose to go minimal contact, or you can just write them off out of your life. Or another option is that you can just try to live in peace with them. But understand you're not going to necessarily agree on that certain stance and maybe you don't have to talk to them about that maybe because whenever you bring that situation up it's just going to stir up more hurt and you're just stirring the pot people like i, I feel like that's an old saying but um You know, if people just want, um, you're not going to get anywhere with that if they don't want to actually communicate with you. So just leave that be. Like I say, it's up to you. Um, if you do choose to go with no contact, you don't owe it to that person to tell them, hey, I'm going no contact with you because that kind of defeats the purpose of going no contact. But if you still want to have like a relationship with them, maybe know that that's not like a thing that you want to touch on. Like you don't want to constantly be reminded of that situation. So maybe the like protect your peace. Just don't go there um, with that individual. Like that is totally, totally up to you. Um, but yeah. Um, well. <laughs> that on that note that is actually wow i'm already at like two hours and 11 minutes from this podcast so that is actually going to be it for today's kind of discussion and like i say if you do have anything that you want me to touch on just feel free to send me a dm and i will try to respond well i might try to respond or you'll hear about it in the next episode just depends um and i hope that you have a great rest of your week and hopefully i will be able to make another one for you so you have another one next week well until next time